講咗你啦，字字裏見，字左攞見，字字裏見 ，which means I am Cherokee。What is life? It is the flash of a firefly in the night. It is the breath of a buffalo in the winter time. It is the little shadow which runs across the grass and loses itself in the sunset. Crowfoot, Blackfoot warrior. Hello, my name is Nsquatawa Three. I welcome you to my Ethno Essence podcast, where I share knowledge of my ancestry, my native people who at one time roamed Turtle Island long before the melanin-deficient settlers arrived and stole our land. Viruses, biological warfare, and ultimate genocide are all realities today, as it was during the time when my native people lived and roamed the. Plains of Turtle Island. My native ancestors hunted the great buffalo for its food, clothing, and survival. As the American melanin-deficient settlers pushed westward, the torture and the genocide of native people and the great buffalo became a reality. The great buffalo herd that was once 60 million was reduced to 550 by 1889. The Tatanka became almost extinct. General Sher. Sherman believed if the soldiers could eradicate the buffalo, the native people would have no choice but to give up, take away anything essential to the survival of the people, and they will surrender. This was his mindset. Natives and the great buffalo were symbiotic. The institutional, conceptual West became diabolical. A tree shall be judged by its fruit. A mango that says it's an orange is still a mango. It was said that I was hostile to the white man, but we preferred hunting to a life of idleness or on a reservation. At times, we did not get enough to eat, and we were not allowed to hunt. All we wanted was peace and to be let alone. Soldiers came in the winter and destroyed our villages. The long-haired Custer came. They said we massacred him, but he would have done the same to us. Our first impulse was to escape, but we were so hemmed in, we had to fight. After that, I lived in peace, but the government would not 
let me alone. I was not allowed to remain quiet. I was tired of fighting. They tried to confine me and a soldier ran his bayonet into me. I have spoken. Crazy horse, Sioux chief. President James Monroe begins to warn European nations that the United States would not tolerate further colonization or puppet monarchs. Monroe's administration didn't want the imperial European powers interfering in the affairs of the newly independent Latin American states and potential United States territories. Americans generally objected to European colonies in the New World, but they also desired to increase United States influence and trading throughout the region to their south. European mercantilism posed the greatest obstacle to the economic expansion of the New World. In particular, Americans feared that Spain and France might reassert colonialism over the Latin American people who had just overthrown European rule. There was also fears that Russia was expanding its presence southward from Alaska toward the Oregon Territory. On December 2nd, 1823, President James Monroe addressed Congress. He stated that the United States policy on the new political order in developing and expanding the rest of the Americas and the role of Europe in the Western Hemisphere. The statement known as the Monroe Doctrine. President Monroe and his Secretary of State John Quincy Adams drew up a foundation of American diplomatic ideals such as separation from European affairs and defense of sovereign rights which became Madison's rationale for waging the War of 1812.